Hey, everybody, this is Tony with Fuller Brown coming to you live from Oklahoma City with another episode. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of the news. Yeah, we've gone all over the country now. So I wanted to say thank you. Thank you. I mean, we've been everywhere. We have listeners in New York, California, Texas, um, Colorado now, Tennessee, just the most beautiful states that we have here in the U.S. They're listening. So thank you. If you're listening, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, I've res- I've gotten a lot of good responses, um, good messages from people on previous episodes, and I just... I'm so happy that this is reaching out to your to you guys' good side and good ear. And I just wanted to say thank you. Um, that being said, I wanted to tell you guys something. I became a TikToker. And by that, I say it like really lightly. Like I'm not famous on TikTok or anything. But I started to kind of navigate through TikTok, even though... Some people are like, oh my God, Tony, why are you on TikTok? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. You're just a hater. But I've gone on to TikTok to kind of uh, expand my acting and, and singing muscles and just getting myself out there, you know, mainly doing it for me, uh, for my self-esteem, for whatever reason. Um, but anyway, I'm on there. And what I come to realize is that I found so many amazing people, so many amazing human beings. And I caught one that her name is Jackie. And she caught my attention with a video that she did. And I was like, Oh, my God, good for her. She spoke about something that I've been wanting to talk about. And I was like, I'm gonna reach out to her. Hopefully, uh, she responds. And she did. And now we're friends. And Uh, her name is Jackie. She's going to be on today's episode. And you guys, this is a, this is going to be a controversial topic. So all I want you to do is sit, relax and listen and learn. And and more than anything, uh, uh, support, you know, the Mexican Hispanic community, everybody that speaks Spanish, just support whatever community that is. And I just, I was just so happy that she, she decided to come on by and you guys, we had a really good talk. So, uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So I'm going to shut up now. And without further ado, here's Jackie. Cue the music. Hey, dear listeners, this is Tony coming to you from the Fuller Brown headquarters, aka my little house, and I'm here sitting with now a good friend, Jackie. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're in California? I'm in Oregon. Oregon. I don't know why I thought you were in California. Everybody always assumes, because I guess it's the way I talk. (laughs) 
No, I could just warn I, I, no, I guess I didn't read it somewhere, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, I thought you were in California. But um, listeners, I'm mentioning that because uh, we're recording um, and she's over there and I'm in Oklahoma City, as you know. So uh, I do apologize in advance if you guys listen and parts of it get cut out. You know, we're we're doing FaceTime. So <clears throat> I do apologize if it sounds a little um, bit weird. I mean, I, I hear you fine and she hears me fine. But you never know. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd apologize. Um, but Jackie, tell everybody uh, who you are and what you're about. Okay, so again, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Jackie Mayorga. Uh, we met through TikTok. So uh, on TikTok, I'm known as <laughs> on TikTok. I'm known as Gorda Corajuda. I now have over 130,000 followers, which is a huge milestone for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I use my platform to just advocate for social justice issues. I really focus on educating my community on things that we can do better, and also raising awareness about issues that we face within our own community. So my whole thing is just about teaching people to be more considerate and be more inclusive. And you do have credentials. We were talking because you did go to school. Oh. And what what did you study? Uh-huh. So I went to the University of Oregon and I triple majored because I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. Um, okay. I studied international studies, sociology and Spanish. So I kind of know a little bit of everything. <laughs> oh, so you study Spanish, too? Like like mm-hmm. the language? Uh-huh. I focus. So your first two years, you focus on the language. And then the second two years, you have a choice of focusing on like literature and academia or culture. And oh. I decided to focus on culture. Oh, gotcha. Makes sense. Because I'm gonna tell you an embarrassing story that I've said on a previous episode. I felt Spanish in high school. And mm-hmm. because it's, it's such a different language when it's proper, that I was like, Boligrafa, what the hell is that? Like I, I, I felt Spanish, and I am <laughs> so embarrassed of that as a Mexican. Like I'm just that's just embarrassing. So uh, kudos to you for for going higher on your education. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And no, don't even feel bad about that. Like I was raised in Mexico, so like I grew up learning how to read and write in Spanish. But like mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't grow up learning how to read and write in Spanish, it, Spanish is pretty hard. It is hard. It's like everything's backwards. And then there's some mm-hmm. words that I don't want to say we made up, but that are not in English. So I was like, huh? <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And and the grammar is so much different, too. It is different. Like those little lines at the top of the letters. I still don't even mm-hmm. know what they are or, or why they're there. Like, OK, I mean, I guess. Yeah. No, it's definitely challenging. When I had to write academic papers in Spanish, I was like, oh, oh my God, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> Well, as she said, you guys, I uh, saw her on TikTok, which uh, I'm I'm just on there. Just I'm being stupid on it. I'm not really being serious. But I ran into one of your videos. And on this video, um, which, by the way, I had seen the other girl's video, the one that you replied to. I saw that one first. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a video of an African-American woman uh, asking the Hispanic community why we use the N-word so freely. And I was like, oh, you know what? She is right. Like, that, that is a really good question. I kind of ignored it. And then, like, maybe a day or two when I saw that, I saw yours. And you replied to it. And it blew up. Like, I saw people commenting left and right. And, da, da, da. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. But then when I went to the comments, I, I, I didn't see the comments I thought I was going to see. Um how do you yeah. how to, uh, explain them what the video was about 
Yeah. Okay. So the, like you said, the first user, her name, her username is pretty lady. Mm -hmm. Um, she was making a video asking why specifically the Mexican community feels so comfortable using the N word, a racial slur so freely. And she was actually asking questions. She's like, I don't understand why y'all think it's okay when it's clearly not. Can you all please answer that? And so instead of people answering the question, they began to attack her in the comments and saying, well, Mexicans aren't the only people that say the N-word. Why are you only asking us? So then they started like completely deflecting mm-hmm. the, the question, not answering it. And then people just started attacking her and being racist towards her for asking the question. And so that's why I decided to step in. I was like, y'all, like she asked us a question. Like, yes, we know that there are other groups that say the N-word as well. Mm-hmm. But she's specifically talking to us. So how about we answer instead of just attacking this person? Right. Because we do say the N-word. Our community says the N-word a lot. And so we should give her an answer as to why, but also listen that she's also saying that you shouldn't be saying the N-word. So regardless of what your answer is, just know that you should stop saying the N-word. Right. And that did not go well. <laughs> and she <laughs> was really nice well. about it. Is She wasn't rude because I, 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 I would have maybe understood if, if she was rude about it. But no, she was actually really polite. And she was like, hey, mm-hmm. this might not be popular or whatever. I'm genuinely asking why, like just why. And mm-hmm. and for the people that are asking why she asked the Hispanic community, I think because honestly, out of all other communities, I think I do think we say it more often than mm-hmm. than anybody else, even if we're not the only ones. We are, we are still one of the ones that feel like we have the right to say it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know why, but tell them a little bit about what your video said when you replied to her. Yeah. And I also, I know that she asked it because she interacts with, mexican people a lot mm-hmm. and latinx people a lot so she was like that's why she specifically asked us mm-hmm. and so again in my video it's just like we should not be attacking her we should be acknowledging that it's not okay for us to use this word and we should honestly start educating ourselves on why we shouldn't use it yeah uh and that was not very popular that was not popular at all people initially got super defensive because i was like this is a racial slur so if you're saying it even if you don't mean it that way it's still racist. Yeah. And people did not like that because in today's environment, people are more afraid of being called racist than actually doing racist things. So they were just, they heard the word, they felt that I called them racist and instantly they went on the defensive instead of kind of reflecting and being like, oh, like, I didn't know that this was actually hurting the black community. You know, they didn't take that moment to actually reflect. They were just like, how dare you say that I'm racist when I'm not? Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't you don't have you know when people think of racist they think of like the 50s of like white people spitting on black people and attacking that like that's not racism in today's day right. like you don't have to hate a certain group of people 24 7 for you to do something racist mm-hmm. like we can say and do racist things without knowing it and so that's kind of what i was trying to show folks it's like you might not mean it but this is how it sounds to somebody who doesn't know you this is how it sounds to somebody who's not part of your community. Yeah. And again, did not get a positive response. No, not at all. And I was actually really shocked mm-hmm. of the amount of negative responses I saw. Some of them were pretty offensive towards you. And I was like, what? Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Why are you attacking her? All she did was mm-hmm. raise awareness. And, um, mm-hmm. and that's really it. You really didn't say anything offensive besides calling them out but i mean 
as a person, me being Hispanic, I do know that sometimes we think we can get away with stuff just yeah. because, let's say, For people of color. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Americans, you know, pale folk, white people, then African Americans, yeah. and then us. So that we think, oh, we're at the top three. Yeah, but that doesn't yep. give you the right to to still yeah. mm-hmm. use that word. And I honestly, I don't know why we use it. Mm-hmm. Like you as a brown person can also do a lot of damage. And I mean, a lot of the answers that I got that pe- from people that felt like they could say the N word is like, oh, well, I grew up in the hood. I grew up around black people. And in my neighborhood, they say that it's okay for us to say it. Like it's a sign of respect towards black people. And I was like, okay, but that's, first of all, I don't know how racial slur can be a sign of respect. Yeah. But second of all, that's just in your neighborhood. Like you're not in your neighborhood your entire life. You go outside of your neighborhood, you go on vacations. Yeah. And if another person hears you saying that word to them, it's not going to be respectful to them. It sounds racist. So you need to acknowledge that and just stop saying it. You can use any other word. Yeah. Recently, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Uh, this is going a little bit pop culture. Gina Rodriguez mm-hmm. got heat because and I don't oh know if you God. saw this. Did <laughs> yeah. you see that? Yeah, I did. So I felt really bad for her. But at the same time, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, come on, Gina, you know better. Like, Mm-hmm. It wasn't a song. And she didn't really say it, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Like, a lot of people always like to use the excuse. It's like, well, it's in music, so it's okay. And it's like, do not use music as an excuse for your ignorance. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Specifically, like Gina Rodriguez, you have a lot. You have access to information that other people don't have. You work with Black people a lot. Like, you know better. Like, that's at that point, that's just an excuse. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like she learned because I haven't seen her since. <laughs> so, like, I think she learned that day. And uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we take it as upon ourselves to say, hey, you know what? Let's let's think about this for a minute. Let's realize what we're saying. Because imagine all of us and all the Karens in the world started using the word wetback as a common used word. Some mm-hmm. of us would be like, excuse me. Well, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's in a song, you know, Despacito, Wetback. And, you know, we're singing it. No, that's still going to hurt somebody. That is going to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. It might even offend somebody hearing mm-hmm. it, me saying it now. And it's just like that. It doesn't matter what it means to you. You think you need to think about what it matters to that person that mm-hmm. that word is known for. You know, does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Like people always love to say that it's just a word. Right. But then. We're the very same community that gets really offended when we hear wetback or when we hear beaner because those mm-hmm. are words that were created to dehumanize us. Right. So we can understand that when it's towards us. So why do you then think it's okay for you to use a word that dehumanizes black people? Yeah. You know, like black people can say it because they took back their power from this word because this word was created to hurt them. And mm-hmm. they were like, no, we're not going to let this word hurt us anymore. We're going to take it back. And so you then can't say like, well, black people use it. Well, yeah, black people can use a word that was created to hurt them if they're taking back their power. Yeah, we can't like, do that because how are we supposed to reclaim this power if this word was never meant to hurt us in the first place? Right. So it's like their victory chant in a way to say we won this battle. We're going to use it against them right. now. But then all of a sudden people took it. Right. And now it doesn't sound the same mm-hmm. because we're not celebrating a victory. It's them. Yeah. It's that it's their victory. And also a lot of people still use that word to be hateful. Mm-hmm. So people are all like, oh, but you can always tell by the tone. And it's like, 
see now you're getting really nitpicky about it it's just it's a hateful word yeah. if it comes out of anybody else's mouth and you shouldn't have to like be extra vigilant and listen to somebody's tone to see whether or not they're trying to attack you just yeah. don't use the word right it's not so difficult just don't don't I, <laughs> just don't use the word right it, it actually shocks me how easily it comes out of people's mouths uh, yeah because i'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie i have friends that i've heard them use it and i was like oh uncomfortable uncomfortable comfortable and for them it's easy for me i, I mm -hmm. no i it's it's hard um I, I don't know i i i don't understand why they would do it but um going back to your video was there a comment that actually af affected you personally that they said to you um well there were a lot there were a lot of really awful comments but i think the ones that really were just really disappointing to see um is when they would be calling me mayate um and when they would be telling me that i was no longer part of the community because i was defending mayates like if that was just so disgusting to mm -hmm. see um because it's first of all blatantly racist and second of all it just shows me that they don't know our community either you know because you're sitting here attacking the african-american community at least that's what you think you're doing But you're also attacking the black people that are part of our community when you say things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, because people, a lot of people always forget that we have Afro-Latinos, that we have black Mexicans, we have black Latinos. Like, when you say racist things about African-Americans or black people, that also includes the people that are part of our community. Right. And you're holding our entire community back and you're hurting our community when you say things like that yeah like i said some of those comments that i which i'm not going to repeat it's not necessary but mm -hmm. I, i i did see that one that they were like oh we're kicking you out of the community and i was like well hold on if we're gonna do a vote i kick you out first of all right it's like why do you have the audacity that you can just kick somebody out right like, and, and we don't want you here right, <laughs> <laughs> right. but it, it it was astonishing to me their reaction i mean honestly I don't know why they're not learning from it. You know, that was what I took from it mm -hmm. because like I said, I have friends that say it and I've never told them not to. I've just like, eh, okay, it stings a little mm -hmm. bit on the inside and then I move on. But I should have enough power to say, Hey, can we stop using that word? At least around me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel guilty for that reason, just for the fact that I don't stop it around me. I may not say it, but people around me, I don't stop them. That's enough to be guilty, too, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. And so that that was also, like, another point that I made. Because I ended up making several videos because people just were not getting the point, you know? Yeah. They, they literally just thought that I was just trying to hate on our community and I was just trying to make our community look bad. And I was like, no, like... I never said that every single person in our community says the N-word. Mm -hmm. I never said that every single person in our community is anti-black or racist. I just said that that's not good. It's not good enough that you're not racist anymore. Like, you have to be doing work to call out the people who are. Because our community has a lot of work to do when it comes to racism. Mm -hmm. And so, it's the same thing. It's like, it's it's not enough that you just don't say the N-word. You're going to be calling out the people around you that do say it, you know? because. Yeah. A random girl telling them not to say it online is not going to, I mean, they're just going to cuss her out in the comments and dismiss her. But if it's like their close friend telling them not to say it, well, then they're actually going to feel guilty. And then they're going to actually start to think about it. They're like, damn, like, 
Yeah. Tony doesn't want to be my friend anymore right. because I say this word. Like, then I'm just going to stop using this word. Yeah. And and one of the things that... And it's hard. It's really hard to, you know, have the courage to do that. But if more of us start being willing to have these hard conversations, I think that's where, like, the real progress is going to be had. Yeah. You know, one of the things that kind of... My brother, he is 20... 20. Yeah, he's 20. He goes to the, the mm-hmm. to the University of Oklahoma, and I don't know what I said one time. I don't even remember, but he called me out on it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "You should watch what you say." And I was like, "What did I say?" And he's like, "You said this and then mm-hmm. that. That's inappropriate." And I was like, I, "It didn't hit me until he said it." And then I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh snap, that is offensive." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I I didn't say sorry back to him because it offended him, and it wasn't uh-huh. about him. And he was uh-huh. like, like, bro, like, seriously, you need to rethink what you just said. And from mm-hmm. now on, you know, watch what you say. But because he did call me out, it kind of hit me like a cold bucket of water. And I was like, oh, snap, uh, he's right. Mm-hmm. And I, I I never said it again. Mm-hmm. And it's something in- insignificant to me. But to the person that he knows that affected them, he was like, for them, I'm yeah. speaking out. Yeah, exactly. And that's literally <laughs> how you have the biggest impact. Like, mm-hmm. same, same for us. Like, people feel a lot of shame, you know? And it's like, there's nothing wrong if you didn't know that it was bad beforehand. What is wrong is that when you, if you learn that it's bad and you still continue to do it, yeah. then that's wrong. But if you just didn't know that it was hurting somebody in the first place, like, nobody's going to hold that against you. But mm-hmm. now you know better, so, so now you can do better. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking about this whenever I saw your response. It's going to sound weird. It took me to a moment of my childhood when we arrived to the U.S. I was five years mm-hmm. old and we started living in a really, really poor neighborhood. And it was a basically like a big apartment complexes. And it was just honestly full of Mexicans and African-Americans. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But for some odd reason, I felt like we had to be in rivalry with them. But I didn't know mm-hmm. why. So mm-hmm. as I got older... Maybe I learned it from an uncle or something. I don't I don't know. But I, I grew up thinking we're the enemy. Now that I'm older and I was like, you know what? We are two groups of people that are oppressed in different ways, but we were oppressed at some point. Mm-hmm. Why would we not mm-hmm. stick together and provide help for all groups? Because mm-hmm. to me, that's what I don't I don't seem to understand. Now with this Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of Latinos just kind of ignored it. Like, eh, you know, like we started playing What About Us, which. Yeah. Which is we started playing. It's called Oppression Olympics, Mm -hmm. where like we all know that like black people, um, Hispanic people, Asian people, Native Americans, like we are all oppressed when it comes to. Like, white people have oppressed us for centuries. Mm -hmm. And if we all were to come together and work for... Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, my connection. It's just reconnecting. No, you're Um, good. Sorry. So if we were all to come together and try to fight as Mm -hmm. one for equal treatment, we could accomplish a lot. Mm -hmm. But instead, white people decided to keep us divided by then telling us, oh... It's because of the Native Americans that you don't have this. Oh, like to the Hispanic people. Oh, look at look at all the African Americans. They have all of this, and they they have papers, and you don't. Mm-hmm. Like it's just 
little things to think to have each community think that the reason why they're oppressed is because of something that the other group is doing instead of everybody acknowledging that we're all being oppressed by a the same group of people. Yeah, and the games of the... I feel like the rules of the game is jealousy. Like, okay, yes. hey, mm-hmm. they have this, you mm-hmm. don't have that. Which is another thing I saw in the comments on your video. They were bashing how some African-Americans were beating up uh, street vendors. And uh, uh-huh. I, I had heard about this before. I saw it on, on your comments. But when I first saw it, I was like, okay, you're <laughs> basically saying that we should hate that culture because two people did that. Exactly. That is dumb. That is dumb. And mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of people that I knew were feeling that way. And I was like, oh, y'all, come on. Who hurt you? Let's let's fix this. You know, mm-hmm. and in reality, we have come to like, no, I want to be more hurt than you. Or I, I want to mm-hmm. be higher in this than you. And yeah, I'm a bigger victim than you. Yes. I get hurt way more than you do. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Instead of instead of just being like, hey, like I I'm hurt and you're hurt. Let's support each other and let's help each other through this. No, it's like I'm more hurt than you are. So mm-hmm. I don't care about what's happening to you. And I'm just going to focus on me, which is the really disappointing stance that happened with Black Lives Matter, because people get so focused on the fact that it's called Black Lives Matter and not right. all lives matter. It's right. like when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter includes everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it includes everyone. Black Lives Matter is fighting against police brutality. Like we all know that. Black people are not the only people that police attack and harass. Like, mm-hmm. we're also included in that. And right. all of the policies that Black Lives Matter is trying to fix, it also includes all of us. Yeah. You know, like, if we take it back to the civil rights era, when um, the when civil rights activists got rid of the segregation laws and the Jim Crow laws, that benefited everybody else, too. Like, Black people were not the only people that were liberated. It was every other minority, too. Because every other minority was also included in that, you know, because there yeah. was signs like for the bathrooms, colored bathrooms, white bathrooms, colored uh, water fountains, white water fountains. Like the civil rights era and black people got rid of all of those signs. And now everybody could take a sip of water. Everybody could sit at the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. Everybody was allowed into the schools. So that's what people seem to forget because they just get caught up on whose name is on the movement. Right. Not benefiting. No, not realizing that we are also benefiting from that. And I, I said that on a previous episode where uh, when I talked about uh, interracial marriages, I was like, you guys don't realize not so long ago, we weren't able to marry someone else. We, we mm-hmm. weren't able to mix. We mm-hmm. forget that a lot of people fight for a lot of rights that we now mm-hmm. enjoy. And, and we're privileged and we're a privileged, mm-hmm. crappy generation to not accept that and to not realize you know, we're all benefiting from this, but we're all taking so much for granted. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have a, a friend and she's an African-American girl. And I was like, hey, how do you feel, you know, with all this happening? Uh, because even though I don't know what you're feeling exactly, I can relate. And mm-hmm. she was like, Tony, you don't know how much I appreciate someone else that is not in the african-american community to tell me that because sometimes mm-hmm. we feel alone sometimes you know and i, I was mm-hmm. telling her you know what i i am on your side because mm-hmm. right now we're fighting for you well, this whole immigration thing if this keeps going on guess what we we're probably gonna riot too let me tell you yeah 
Mm-hmm. And there are already people like protesting. Yeah. You know, whenever like we protest for ICE, like the people that want to keep our communities divided, it's like, where's the black community? We show up for them. And it's like, first of all, the people who say those things, you don't show up for the black community. You're just right. saying that other people in the brown community show up. And also you're ignoring the fact that black people show up as well because there's also black people in ICE detention centers. Mm-hmm. Like you, like we forget all of these things. We get so caught up in like, I'm more of a victim than you. Like black people are also affected by ICE. Yeah. ICE and... is also a black issue. Right, right. And I, I think mm-hmm. we just, like you said, I think we like to play the victim. We like to say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm in pain. I need somebody to hear me out. And yeah, we're in pain. We are. Um, but that doesn't mean that their and pain so, is less important. Exactly. And it's like, we all, I mean, it it sucks to say, but like, it's life. We all go through really horrible things, but we can't just complain about it and hope that it gets better. We can't just criticize somebody else and hope that we magically get better. Like, we have to put in the work. Right. When a lot of, like, especially like when the Vanessa Guillen case happened, people are like, oh, like, Black Lives Matter is not doing anything for Vanessa Yen. And it's like, she's part of our community. Why are we not doing enough for Vanessa Yen? Like, people right. were just like, like, y'all got so much attention for George Floyd. And why can't we do the same for Vanessa Yen? And it's like, the Black community came together and got the attention for George Floyd. It wasn't automatic. They mm-hmm. got, they forced our attention. We needed to put in work to force attention on Vanessa. But instead, people focused on bashing black lives matter and bashing george floyd instead of just talking about vanessa and honestly when the whole vanessa thing happened and i'm saying that very lightly i I want to be lightly Mm -hmm. with this um people did reach out people did stand out but we Mm -hmm. tended or we like to focus on the negative because at the beginning i saw a lot of positive so much positive Mm -hmm. from all sorts of walks of life but then we are the ones that decided to put the attention on the wrong thing instead exactly. of saying, hey, yeah. let's unite. You know what? Let's go. If you live in the town, mm-hmm. let's go support the mother. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. We didn't do that. Guess what we did? We sat down. Mm-hmm. We tweeted. We put it on our Facebook. Negative, by the way. And then we just left mm-hmm. it at that. That's not going to yep. get you nowhere. Yep. People like tweeted things like, how come Vanessa Yen's case isn't as big as George? Like, that was the tweet. Instead of tweeting what happened, tweeting her story, tweeting her family's GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing things like that, people were focused on, like, let's talk bad about Black Lives Matter. And it's like, see, that's why. That's why we didn't get as much attention as Vanessa deserved. We tried mm-hmm. to make this about race once again. We tried to make this, we tried to pin ourselves against the Black community once again instead of just focusing and helping our own yeah. community yeah. And yeah i also think and i don't know if you agree with me on this i think mm-hmm. we're lazy people when it comes to this because we're so used to being comfortable so anything that makes us uncomfortable we decide to yap 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 but mm. we really don't do much and i don't know if it's because because we're not lazy people of course not that's not what i'm saying Mm-mm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. when it's when it's time to fix ourselves we put up a mirror of everything that's facing us and we don't like to take responsibility and we don't like to accept when we're wrong. That's a big thing in our community. In my opinion, we don't like to admit when we're wrong 
And yeah. especially when mm-hmm. people tell us that we're wrong. We don't like it. No. And that's a, yeah. and I, a case on your stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that happens on my page basically proves it. Yeah. And I think that it's a mix of like people being unwilling to do the work. And there's also the big part is that there is a big part of our community that is undocumented. And so there is also fear that comes along with speaking out about these things, mm-hmm. you know, because people might be in the process of applying for um, a resident card or applying for citizenship and they're constantly being watched. So there is a part of our community that wants to be active, but is afraid because, again, they're afraid of being victimized by either ICE or police, which is, again, even more the, the more reason for the rest of the community to like sit and buckle up and just do the work for the people that can't Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i i think also a lot of things that happened to us as a community has crippled us to be too afraid yeah and and that's a terrifying thing but that is something that we need to overcome in our community Mm -hmm. that yeah i i i more than anybody know that it is a scary thing it is a very Mm -hmm. scary um just to even think about it it is scary to speak out but you know what? Just like how they started to speak out, we need to do so maybe in a way where, I mean, we need to get creative. We need to get creative mm-hmm. on how we speak out. If, if you're too afraid to go out in person, okay, educate your people. Let's educate your household. Let's educate us to know what to do when we get to that point. Because let me tell you, we're going to get to that point where we are also going to have to speak out. Maybe mm-hmm. not now, but eventually we're going to have to and and first thing we need to do is get educated so which is why i wanted to bring you on because i remember looking at the comments i was still like oh my goodness like they were being so rude and and i am a person that i i'm really sensitive i know you can't tell because you know we just met not too long ago but i'm (laughs) actually really sensitive and i think that if anybody would have said some stuff like that to me i was like well f all of y'all i don't like y'all anyway you know but (laughs) But you persisted. You kept going, and I applaud you for that. You you took mm-hmm. it like a champ, and and here you are talking about it. Um. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with four sisters, and we were all pretty vicious to one another. And also, like my mother is the youngest out of all of her siblings, so just being around a bunch of other cousins, older cousins a lot of older males and just like I grew up hearing a bunch of things being thrown my way. Mm -hmm. So comments like that don't really affect me because that's how my family would clown around with me. So I'm kind of like, whatever, like I know the type of person you are. If you leave comments like that, you know, you can't be a very happy person if you're leaving, if you're attacking somebody on who they are and not on the ideas that they're sharing, you know, like if you can't find anything wrong with the argument without, you sounding like the bad guy so you have to attack the person for who they are then like we all know that you're the person who's wrong yeah so that's why you know like because i knew that what i was saying was right and i knew that i was being a good person by sharing that that i was just like i don't care what you say you're not going to convince me that it's okay for you to be racist to another person yeah it doesn't matter what you say right 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 Mm -hmm. was there any comment that you or even private messages that you received that helped you get through it there were a lot of people that sent me messages that it was really great. There was a lot of specifically like Afro Latinos and black Mexicans that reached out 
And some of those messages even made me cry because they were just like, this is the first time that I've seen somebody on a public platform. Sorry. This is the first time that I've seen somebody on a public platform acknowledge my existence and acknowledge that I'm part of this community. And this is the first time that I've seen somebody call out the community for how racist they have been towards me. Like people just shared so many stories of all of the racist comments that they've heard growing up telling like people telling them that they're not latino enough telling them that they're not mexican enough or that they don't look like a mexican or they don't act like a mexican just because of their skin color like so hearing all of those i was just like oh my god like it just shows like we have so much work to do but it also i was like okay like the work that i'm doing is worth it and it is helping people and it's helping people feel feel like they are part of our community. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to stop talking. You can tell me shut up as much as you want. That's not going to shut me up. No, please don't shut up. Keep talking. And <laughs> and because I'm telling you, uh, I, I watched that one video I mentioned and then I, st- I started watching more. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? I honestly haven't heard somebody be fierce in our community because being fierce and being a stand comes with a lot of responsibility to maybe not mess up in a way and the way i'm saying mm-hmm. this is because our community if if you're not perfect they ain't gonna listen to you you know if, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't mm-hmm. you know that okay i think we need to stop blaming our uh, this is my opinion i think we need to forgive ourselves for all the things that we've been through that we cannot overcome but it's not gonna help if we don't talk about it, it's not going to help if we just keep it bottled in and we do not right. do anything about it. A lot mm-hmm. of our people. Yeah, we've been through a lot. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of hate because of who we are, a lot of hate because we're in a quote unquote land that we don't belong. You know, I, I get a lot of that stuff here in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is a uh, what you would call a red state. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've had a lot of people. A lot of those times I kept it to myself, but a lot of times I have yelled back, you know, to people like, hey, I deserve to be here just as much as you. Mm-hmm. But I say that because I'm tired of it. Our community is going to eventually get tired of being stepped on and we're going to get. Mm-hmm. And instead of stepping on each other back, let's build together up, you know, let's build each other up and and become better people and, and not criticize and I, I say this with a lot of, not hurt, I say this with a lot of caution. I When I was starting this podcast, I realized, because I was bullied by a white kid, how I felt about white people. I didn't know that until mm-hmm. I got older, and I started taking mm-hmm. stuff off of my chest. And then I'm like, oh, snap, I think I have a problem. And then I had to fix it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to fix it, you know. I think that's part of the mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. We don't want to fix each other. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, where do you think we're going to be in five years? Well, with this election coming up, it depends. <laughs> it depends on right. who wins this election. A lot. People, a lot is riding on this. People vote, vote, vote. Please I know, vote. Especially for those uh, people in the Latinx community that are privileged enough to be citizens. Mm-hmm. Please vote because there's so many. Uh, people in our community that want to but can't like don't waste this opportunity because this, this is a big election yeah. we got to make our voices heard 
for mm-hmm. sure for sure I, i'm um, a I'm, I'm a dreamer so i'm here as a dreamer i tell all my friends hey do it for me bro like if you want me to stick around <laughs> vote mm-hmm. please please mm-hmm. vote yeah because everybody's always like one vote doesn't make a difference yes it does go it vote does. like yeah. don't use that as an excuse go vote register to vote make sure you vote um but i think we're gonna i like to say that we're gonna be in a much better place in five years um because i've seen a lot of our youth is getting educated a mm-hmm. lot of our youth is willing to listen that's the biggest thing that i've seen like i i get a lot of hate based on what i what i put out there but i also get a lot of positive comments and a lot of positive comments come from youth who are like this is how i feel but i've never knew that other people felt this way too Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of hope a lot of people are now finding their voice and are willing to speak up and willing to like hold people accountable and just want our community to do better you know because that's what it comes down to because i get comments that say you just want to bash our community you just want to make us look bad. You just hate your community. And it's like, do you do you not know what hating your community actually looks like? Yeah. Because if I actually hated my community, I would never put myself in a place where I would be openly bashed for trying to improve it. You know, there's a difference between somebody hating on something versus somebody challenging it to do better. And, you, yeah. and we need to learn that difference. You know, somebody criticizing you so you can do better comes out of love versus somebody just criticizing you to put you down that comes out of hate but somebody just asking you to improve a certain part of yourself so as a community we can move forward that is not hating that comes out of a place for love and wanting to see your community in a better place for sure for sure so listeners if you're listening we love you. We're saying this because we <laughs> care. We're saying this because we want to mm-hmm. see you do better. And honestly, without without all this hatred that we have towards all the other races, I think we'll become better people in general. And we'll just be a better community. And then we're going to see each other strive. You know, mm-hmm. jealousy mm-hmm. tends to kill people, you know, emotionally. Uh, uh, we need to stop being so jealous of each other, man. Like, come on, y'all. Let's have mm-hmm. each other's back. Yeah. Yeah, jealousy is ugly. Jealousy is really ugly. And we're not ugly. We're a beautiful people. We're a beautiful culture. So we need to get rid of that. We need to get rid of all the ugly so people can just see the beautiful. Because right now, we just like to show the beautiful part. And then once you walk into the community, you're like, oh, there's a lot of ugly things here. Mm -hmm. So we need to work on fixing the ugly things so that everybody within our community can always see the beautiful and not just the bad. Right. No, there's a bunch of beautiful stuff about our culture and and our people, different parts of the uh, Latino community, you know, not just focusing on Mexicans, you know, Guatemalans, Salvadorans, mm-hmm. uh, Salvadorans, Salvadorians. Yeah. Salvadorians. Yeah. Salvadorians. Okay. Um, it's just, we're all combined of so many beautiful things and, 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 mm-hmm let's let's get to get shiny and clean you know and and let's help each other out here and and because i tell there's racism within our our own community and we don't talk about that mm-hmm. you know oh mm-hmm. I hate you because colorism you're... yep yeah and yep. and based on what they look like what they say weird words that they say we're we're racist towards our own people so let's let's mm-hmm. stop being we discriminate our own yeah a lot and let's let's just keep moving forward people and, and let's become mm-hmm. A whole, a whole group of people. Yep. 
Yeah. Let's acknowledge that we have a lot to work on and let's actually work on it instead of just pretending that it's not there. Right, right. So mm -hmm. to all the haters out there that have left a nasty comment, <laughs> that have said some stuff, we're not going to repeat, what would you say? On this platform, because I know you said some to them over there. <laughs> but know, people here that are listening here, uh, mm -hmm. uh, they, they don't know you, you know, and what would you say mm -hmm. to them? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess what I would say is, again, that what I say does not come from a place of hate. It doesn't come from me being ashamed. It comes from me seeing that there's a need and that there we misunderstand a lot of things and we don't understand a lot of things and we say a lot of things based on assumptions. Mm -hmm. And I am challenging you to take a step back and just saying when they're telling you that you're wrong to sit in your uncomfortability don't talk don't immediately defend yourself just sit in your uncomfortability and figure out why figure out why you're so defensive figure out why you're so uncomfortable and then take some time to do research on what the other person just told you if the other person is telling you that what you said or what you did hurt them understand why don't just say oh i didn't mean it that way i didn't mean it that way no, just listen to what they said and take a moment to understand how what you did could have possibly hurt that person mm -hmm. and don't do it anymore. Don't try to explain to them that you didn't mean it that way. Apologize and just don't do it anymore. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, because like I said earlier to you before we started hitting record, that we listen to, to respond back. We don't listen to learn. Mm hmm, mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think what I meant to say is we hear, we don't listen. And mm -hmm. and I, I noticed that a lot of people, um, not just on your videos and stuff, but on everywhere else, they get so defensive and like, hey, no, 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 this is not what I meant. No, yeah, okay. But that that that, that doesn't matter. You should look at why they are telling you what they're telling you instead exactly. of instead of giving yourself permission to keep doing what whatever you you're doing that they called you out on, you know? Yeah, because that's called gaslighting, you know, if you're like, oh, but I didn't mean it that way. It doesn't matter how you meant it. Your actions or your words hurt the person. Right. Acknowledge that they hurt them, regardless of how you meant them. You hurt somebody. Acknowledge that. Apologize. And just don't do it anymore. Don't explain yourself. Just don't do it anymore. Right. That's how you really show somebody that you've grown yeah. and that you're going to do better. Mm -hmm. I highly agree. Well, before we let you go, because uh, this has been a wonderful chat for me. I, I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I've been having fun. I enjoyed it, too. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, we have a little thing on this podcast called The Lightning Round, where I ask you some questions. Basic personality mm -hmm. questions. You know, they're not, like, super serious. Here's the first question. Ready? Okay. What is your most commonly used emoji? Uh, mine is the one that's like the smiley face with the red cheeks and the hands are just like out like oh yeah 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 it's yeah. kind of like the jazz hands is just like mm. yeah okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you listen to banda music or country what's what's preferred for you banda do you can you explain to me why you don't like banda no but it's not because I don't want to <laughs> uh -huh. I, I I might get shamed for this like i i just don't understand it like there's some of it that i do like oh that's a mm -hmm. good song but mm -hmm. to me they all have the same rhythm and the same 
So get me in trouble if you want, but why so, why do so, you like it? No, they don't all have the same rhythm. Um, they use the same instruments, which I mean, I guess that's why they could all sound the same. But like, I could also say the same thing about Ed Sheeran songs because he just uses a guitar. I'm like, they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound the same, right? They do. They do. Um, but I think. First of all, where the state that my parents are from, Banda is huge. That's why, uh, and it's just like I don't know. I just listen to it, and it just makes you want to dance. That's it. Like some of the lyrics are kind of cringe and really misogynistic, but like the beat, I'm like, yes, I love this. It well, just makes you want to dance. Yeah, no, no. I mean, in reality, I think mainly what I do have problem with it is the the lyrics. I think sometimes I'm like, yeah, mm. me too. <laughs> some Not of the, the lyrics, is... I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some and of it's the highly lyrics. male dominated too. It's like, yeah. where are all my women lead singers? I know they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Ooh, I guess that it's it's okay to fail because when you fail, that's when you really get to know who you are as a person. And that's when you get to build your character and the only place to go from rock bottom is up. So Mm. what you do when you fail at something really shows who you are as a person. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Mm -hmm. Do you curse? Yes, a lot. What is your favorite curse word? Let's do a special edition. Let's do a special edition. What's your favorite curse okay. word in English? And what's your favorite curse word in Spanish? Uh, in Spanish, it's pendeja. In English, it's fuck or bitch. They do have a good tone to it. I agree. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. sound or noise do you hate? I hate when somebody bites their silverware. You know, like when their teeth cling. Uh, like when yes. they're eating and they bite it like it just makes me cringe i hate that noise oh uh, yeah oh what kind of noise do you love though what kind of noise do i love i love um you know like those meditation bells that they use when you're like in yoga oh the yeah ding ding those those make really? me feel like all happy mm-hmm. are you a musician no <laughs> Oh, okay. Because normally, um, to a musician, that's like, oh, yeah. But to somebody that's not a musician, that's normally like, uh, turn it off. <laughs> no, I did I did a lot of yoga in college. And so, like, our yoga instru- instructor was always using those. Did it help you to do yoga? Mm-hmm. It just, like, relaxes your body. Because you're, like, breathing to how much it's hitting you. So, I just correlate, like, hearing that noise with, like, oh, remember to breathe and remember to calm down. Oh, that is so interesting. Okay. I might mm-hmm. try it. A lot of people told me to try yoga and then I was like, I oh, don't know. That's just It's it's exhausting. Like you you wouldn't believe it. Like we did it because we're like, Oh, it's an easy it's an easy credit. Mm-hmm. And like we're in there five minutes and we're drenched in sweat and I'm like, What the heck? All really? we've been doing is stretching. It's hard. It is hard, but it's so fun. I'm gonna try. It. Hopefully I don't break my leg or something. <laughs> um what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh. I, in another life, I would have loved to have been a chef. Really? Do you cook now? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, you should do TikTok videos on that because I don't know how to cook <laughs> at all. I should also do those, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I like to watch those videos. I think they relax me. They're so relaxing. And then not only that, like I said, I don't know how to cook at all. So if anybody can give me like a cheap sheet book of how to write or how to write, how to cook. Hell yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Do you drink soda? Mm-hmm. No, whenever I'm bored, I just start cooking things. Oh, gotcha. My go-to. <laughs> Do you drink Coke mm-hmm. or Pepsi? Coke. No, oh, bless you. Would you like? What would you like your tombstone to read? What would I like my tombstone to read? Huh? I thought about that. Um. Sorry, that was a long pause. No, it's okay. Uh, Actually, a lot of people take pauses on this one and the the next question. So take your time. Okay. So it would say Chingona, my name, and like when I died. And then at the bottom it said, if you can read this, take a tequila shot. Ooh, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Some lime and salt, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did good. Well, you don't have to get up there, and I'll tell you right now. You're doing good. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're doing so That's good. So nice. I, I appreciate you for, for speaking out and for being on this little humble show. And you said you're from Oregon? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. I live in Oregon. Shout out to Oregon, y'all. We have Oregon in the house. Mm. And we're just so grateful that you were able to <laughs> appear. Because I know there's a time difference. People don't realize there's a time difference so thank you for making some time mm-hmm. and and hopefully um the comments will get better i know that they yeah. won't for a while but yeah they're already starting to get better which is good are they that's good that's good mm-hmm. that's good well positive vibes to you you guys can't see me but thank i'm you. sending her positive vibes through my phone um and i i really really appreciate your coming on and and jackie i wish you nothing but the best and many blessings to you thank you thank you for having me and if you're black or a person of color listening to this consider moving to oregon we could use more diversity up here are you asking me to move to oregon because i will move to oregon (laughs) we have some fresh air clean water (laughs) i think i think more people of color deserve to live in an area that has a really nice um weather and is clean I think we deserve that. So my people yeah. should move up here. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys have a lot of Hispanics down there? We have a pretty good population, but not not that much. Oh, so okay. we definitely need we de- like we we do have we do have a lot of Latinx people, but we could always use some more. Like I need more places to go get my tacos from. Oh yeah. Oh, I wouldn't think. Oh my god, I don't know what I would do without tacos. That yeah, would just no, be so it depends. It really depends on what city you live in. Because for a long time, I lived in my college town. There was nowhere, nowhere where I could get tacos. And so I don't want that to keep happening. Like now I live in the big city, so there's taco places everywhere. But you should, we shouldn't have to live in a state where we can't take, get good tacos everywhere. Yeah. Everybody deserves tacos for real. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was just speaking to a friend. What's today? Tuesday, Sunday that I Mm. wanted to, I'm seriously, my hand to God, I'm not lying. (laughs) I mentioned to them moving to Oregon or Seattle. Because I wanted to move 
higher up because in Oklahoma City, you know, we're down here, tornadoes. I'm tired of tornadoes. I want to see some cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I really just moved down there. So now I have an excuse. I'm going to go. Yeah, you should move to Portland, Seattle, unless you like reckless, reckless driving and constant rain. Not not that great. And it's really expensive. Portland, much better. Portland. I'm going to write that down. No, yeah, I think it's time for me to move from Oklahoma City. But um, no, but nonetheless, thank you for coming, and um, I hope that this was helping to somebody. I hope that if you're listening and you get mad, good. But listen to what we just said. Focus on what we said, and learn. And and if you have any questions, you can write to us at Fuller Brown Podcast at Yahoo dot com. Or you can write to us to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, Twitter page. And, you know, um, just learn. You guys learn from her story. Learn from our story. We're growing together as a community. So let's be better. Let's mm-hmm. encourage each other. And um, Jackie, thank you for coming on. And I hope that this was just as fun for you as it was for me. And um, we'll see everybody on the next one. All right. Bye. Hey, this is Tony with Fuller Brown. And if you're listening to this segment of the podcast, that means that you've listened through the whole episode. Congratulations. Go buy yourself a concha or something. I just wanted to take this moment to remind you to follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, Fuller Brown Podcast. That's it. And don't forget to write to us at FullerBrownPodcast.yahoo.com. And I'm just here to remind you, this is your story. This is your experience. Be heard. Bye.